0: I love those
1: J I
2: bells Oh those holiday J I and G bells
1: oh, those Happy J I and love those J I bells Oh jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh. Well, it's almost
3: Christmas Eve, and welcome to another Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer actually, Christmas Eve coming up in just under an hour from now. We've got a great show for you tonight a craft beer, actually, two craft beer guests that are going to join me this hour from an interview that I aired. Back in October, maybe some people didn't get a chance to hear it, but I want you to hear it again, so you want to check that out. Some news and notes to get to, and of course, we'll have a, a new Suds and Duds segment, but this show is kind of a, half of it is a recorded program. Uh, next week's show, the New Year's Eve show, uh, will wrap up, like, you know, best beers of the year. Uh, hop Culture did a thing about the 50 best beers that they had. No, not Hop Culture, excuse me, Vine pear did a, a thing about the 50 best beers that they had this year, and a lot of them on the list are things that I've tried, so want to weigh in on that as well. But that's for next week's program for New Year's Eve. Uh, but um, on this show... Uh, we're gonna replay an interview with the folks from Founders. We'll get to that in a second. How can you follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A Facebook.com slash A G Craft via email at Albert G N Y C Radio dot com, iTunes and Google Play, just do a search for AG Craft Beercast. You find all the shows on those two platforms, and we're also Alexa ready. Just say Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beercast on AM nine seventy the answer, and you can hear it right there. Now, after the break I'm going to replay an interview from earlier this year, back in October. The folks from Founders were in studio, uh, co-founder uh, of Founders Brewing Dave Engbers, brewmaster Jeremy Kosmicki. Uh, they were in New York City back in October to chat up the latest beers that came out uh, this year as well as what's coming up the first quarter of next year. Um, so that's the next two segments of the program. It was a great interview and really wanted people to hear it again. Maybe a different audience. Maybe you maybe you're getting the packages wrapped. Maybe you making the Christmas cookies. You need something uh, in the background. Hopefully, I'm here to uh, give you a little bit of enjoyment. couple of news and notes to get to. Heavy Seas Beer announced several new additions uh, to their portfolio in 2019. Citra Cannon IPA, Sunburst Sour Ale, and Night Swell Dark IPA are going to be introduced as limited releases. Uh, the Uncharted Water Series will introduce a new barrel-aged sour ale red flag to its lineup as well as uh, welcome new draft-only variants on its returning beers. Uh, so uh, the uh, Cannon Crew samplers will be available year-round. and include all four Cannon Crew beers, Loose Cannon, Tropcan- Tropic Cannon, uh, Double Cannon, and AmeriCannon. Uh, the samples uh, will be offered in both can and bottle formats, and it also introduces the availability of Double Cannon in 12-ounce cans in both the sampler pack and its own six-pack. The brewery is going to continue the tradition to release an anniversary L at the end of each year, this coming year named 24 for 2019. And the annual release will now be available on draft and in four packs of 16-ounce cans. And finally... Heavy Seas will continue their small-batch beer program in 2019, introduce 16-ounce can releases along with draft availability. The limited-release beers will continue to be available throughout the year exclusively in the Heavy Seas Tap Room at their brewery in Baltimore, Maryland. Each beer style will not be announced until closer to their release date. So uh, good news from the folks from Heavy Seas. I definitely have to make a plan sometime in the spring uh, to get down there. There's a lot of good beer uh, in the Baltimore area that I need to check out. Chatham Brewing. Um, Columbia County's first and finest brewery. This is the press release from them. Uh, Up in upper Hudson Valley, they released their seasonal porter, Spike Devil. It's now available in cans and draft throughout the greater Hudson Valley and capital regions uh, throughout the holiday season. Spike Devil, uh, the first beer ever released by the brewery, the recipient of the bronze medal at TAP New York And a bronze at the 2014 Tastings World Beer Championships. The brew features an abundance of chocolate malt, creating a rich, smooth body. Roasted flavors highlighted by cascade hops, giving uh, giving way to notes of dark fruit, bittersweet chocolate, and hints of coffee. Uh, This award-winning dark American porter, steeped in the rich railroad history of Chatham, showcases the the brewery's passion for craft and tradition. It is a 6% ABV, a 40 IBU, again available at the brewery and at all locations, proudly serving uh Chatham Brewing products. Good stuff from them. Maybe I should talk to <clears throat> I think if I'm not mistaken uh our good buddy Jay Wolf uh is repping uh, Chatham Brewing. Maybe I need to talk to him see if I can get uh some of that beer from them. Now, the good folks at Hop Culture. This is a great site, hopculture.com if you haven't checked them out. So, um, you know, listen, again, it's the holiday season. We're we're just an a- less than an hour away from Christmas Eve. Uh maybe you're planning a holiday party, maybe you've got a party next weekend. For New Year's Eve, I know Frank Morano has his big New Year's Eve Eve bash uh, that people can go to. Of course, when is it? December 30th. Uh, they're having it. Uh, they're going to be at Ocean's Resorts, Borgata. Uh, if you'd like the lengthy novella that Frank writes, uh, just reach out to him at morano at nycradio.com and he'll send you a copy of it. You're more than welcome to go. But one of the things that Frank does at his New Year's Eve Eve party, he has a plethora of cheeses, cheeses from all over the world, that he serves uh, with wine. But for a beer drinker like myself, and I like wine with cheese, it's great, you can also pair up beer with cheese. And Hop Culture uh, came up with this uh, article about how to pair up uh, different beer styles with cheese. There's over 150 and counting, according to the Brewers Association. So what cheeses uh, will work with different uh, different beers? Now, Hop Culture basically broke it down to four, five simple rules. Opposites attract similarities also attract uh, match intensity levels. A too strong cheese can overpower a milder beer and the same will go for a strong beer and a delicate cheese uh, pair items that come from the same region. Their flavor profiles tend to harmonize and five when in doubt, try it anyway uh, tastes differ. So it pays to be adventurous. You might discover magic in an unlikely combo. So they paired up a couple of different uh, beers with cheeses. So I'm going to give the styles. They suggested certain beers, Again, it all depends on what you're looking for. So uh, big style that everybody likes to drink, IPAs. They tell you to pair up IPAs with blue cheese. Now, why? Because blue cheese has a notoriously strong flavor, and IPAs are very bitter. West Coast-style IPAs are really more of that. Not so much a New England-style IPA, but a West Coast-style IPA uh, will really, uh, you know, uh, match up well with the funkiness of the blue cheese to complement that bitter Profile. So you want to pair up a blue cheese, uh, go with an IPA, preferably a West Coast one. Uh, A brown ale and cheddar cheese. So they used, for the example, a Brooklyn brown ale. But you can use any brown ale to pair up with a cheddar cheese. And why? Because um, the pairing with the local cuisine holds true. So an aged cheddar and a mellow brown ale will work. Brown ales, usually England. Cheddar cheese, usually England. So cheddar cheese and a brown ale will pair up well. Uh, hop Culture used uh, Brooklyn brown ale for an example, but you can use uh, any brown ale to pair up with that. Uh, then they said brie. Brie is another popular item uh, that people use uh, when they're at cheese parties. I'm sure that you know Frank uses brie all the time uh, when he is serving cheese and, and other items as well. So they said for brie cheese, uh, go with a fruited sour which is interesting. So fruit jams, they explain here in the article, fruit jams tend to pair well with soft, ripened cheeses such as brie. And uh, for a similar flavor profile, they say try a fruited sour. It's tart and juicy, and that balances out the rich and creaminess, uh, creamy characteristics of brie. Interesting. Uh, A gouda cheese and a porter match up well together, which I thought was interesting. But gouda is smoked. Most of the time it's a smoked little faint sweetness in the cheese. A Belgian dark beer works well, or a porter uh, will work well with that type of uh, cheese selection. So Gouda and porters. And then finally, uh, they came up with a, a, a Comte a cheese, which I've never heard of. It's a, Apparently it's an Alpine cheese, kind of like a Swiss cheese, uh, and a Saison. And the reason being is that um, uh, it 's a complex cheese it's in, um, it 's in high altitudes uh, the the cheese is made, so a sasson or another farm style uh, type of beer for this semi hard cheese will work well together very interesting so uh, if you 're looking to pair up beer and cheeses we 'll put a copy of this. Uh, on our Twitter feed, you'll get to you know click and check that out. It's also on our Facebook page already, uh, Al Gattulo, uh, the Algatulo Craft Beer uh, Cast page. If you're looking for that, it's facebook.com slash agcraftbeercast, and you can click on the link. Go about, about halfway down the page uh, to get to the link, and you can click on that and check it out. So that's interesting. So if you're having a holiday party, if you've got things going on and you're looking uh, for something to do and you want to pair up, uh, beer and Cheese Hop Culture has given you a little guide as to how to do it. But again, you know, I, I think their fifth point on the whole thing is sometimes you just want to, you know, just give it a try. Take a cheese and a beer and put it together and, you know, maybe become the the, the hit of the party. Listen, I know that most people uh, enjoy wine with cheese um, and fruit, you know, um, et cetera, uh, nuts. But I definitely think that you can pair up beer with cheese and get uh, the same result as well. Now, when we come back after a short break, Co-founder of Founders Brewing, Dave Engbers, brewmaster Jeremy Kosmicki, will join me in the studio. This is an interview that I taped uh, about two months ago and wanted to bring it to you again. We had such a great time chatting with these two guys that I really wanted people to hear it uh, again. Or you could say that I was copping out and running a best of because I didn't feel like doing the work to put into the show this week. And you're probably right because you know what? Christmas week I'm on vacation. So there you go. Two shows in one week. Got to put it together as quickly as possible. Folks, we're just getting started on this program, and it focuses on that delicious beverage, and it's made with barley and hops. This is the Tulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer.
0: Mike Gallagher sees dark clouds on the horizon with Democrat control of the House. I want to prepare you for this. They don't have the votes in the Senate to convict him.
4: He's never going to be removed from
0: office. But we absolutely are going to be faced with the very ugly prospect of Democrats coming at him in the House and impeaching him. It's coming. It's just coming. I know it. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 10, right before Dennis Prager at 1 on AM 970. The Answer. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule.
4: I had cancer. I have fibromyalgia. I have nerve damage and fatigue. Um, I have thalassemia. I'm hypoglycemic. So my life since cancer, I've had to learn how to live with it. But starting Balance of Nature, I felt that the first month, I felt different. It made such a difference that now I wake up, my head feels clearer, I have more energy. Very rarely does my body cramp up anymore. It's the best thing. It's just amazing. I I don't know what to say. I just (laughs) would not be what I am today if I didn't start Balance of Nature.
0: For a limited time, use discount code The Answer. And we'll take 35% off your first preferred set of fruits and veggies and have them shipped to you free. Call 800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code TheAnswer.
4: Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on Earth. More than a vacation, this bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today and I'll see you in Israel.
5: For more information and to register for this trip Go to am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com.
0: Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551, 800-607-3551, or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states. It's Dennis Prager at one, Michael Medved at three, weekdays on AM 970, the answer.
3: Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You can follow me on Twitter at Al Gatulo. Instagram at Gatulo, that's G A T T. U Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer V email at Albert G at NYC Don't forget, Google Play and iTunes. Just do a search for A G Craft Beercast. You can download, listen to all the shows right from there. And we're even Alexa ready. Isn't that cool? Just say to your Alexa, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And there you get to hear my voice. That might cause you pain, might cause you delight, who knows. But hopefully you're drinking an ice-cold beverage with it as well. Now, my next guests, they are in studio here, and I can't thank them enough. Great event that uh, I was at on Tuesday night uh, over at One Mile House uh, down on the Lower East Side uh, in the Bowery where we got to sample some delicious Founders beers, and it ran the gamut of, uh, you know, lagers to IPAs, to big boozy ones especially like backwards bastard and CBS as well they uh the co-founder and brewmaster of Founders Brewing are here with me in studio they've been making beer for over 20 years cranking out great stuff like all day IPA KBS the list goes on and on and on um the uh they actually are releasing the last Canadian uh, breakfast out for this year and There's something a little unique about the bottle as well, so you have to stay tuned for that. Foundersbrewing.com is the website for more information. Let me welcome back Dave Engbers uh, to the program, and let me welcome in Jeremy Kosmicki to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Gentlemen, how are you?
6: Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Al.
3: You got it. Now, listen, we had a great time uh, Tuesday night uh, at the uh, One Mile House and I have to say, I loved your descriptions of the beers. I mean, we at one point, uh, Jeremy, I think you referenced cat pee in the taste of a beer, which is fantastic. <laughs> and it was funny how a couple of people in the room were like, oh, cat, all right, sure. But, you know, if you've been drinking beer for a long time, and I'm certainly no expert by any stretch of the imagination, although my gut would have you think otherwise, um, it, it's interesting the different um, nuances and things that you get out of beer uh it's just it's wild and it was such a cool experience to be able to share that um for you to share that with us so thank you for that uh by the way and dave let me ask you first question does it feel like 20 years have passed since you've created and tapped that first keg of beer
6: um it doesn't it it seems like it's been kind of overnight um i guess when you we look back at it you know we're really young inexperienced but we have uh we have learned a lot over the last twenty years, and it's been amazing. It's been a, you know, honestly, just a hell of a journey and an adventure. And we've done it with, uh, you know, we started out really small, mm-hmm. and we've just uh, continued to grow and evolve and hone our craft. And now, you know, we started with a company with three of us, and now there's uh, close to six hundred of us.
3: And the journey, ups and downs, kind of smooth. I oh, mean, no. you know,
6: major ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we spent our first 10, 11 years in the red. Uh, basically, just borrowing money. Uh, but during that time, we also, you know, I look back and some of those <laughs> years were some of the fondest years, too, because those were the challenges. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the journey's the, the adventure. Yeah. And um, just so many great people we've met along the way.
3: And you have a new tap room now in Detroit. What was the impetus of building another tap room uh, on the east side of the state of Michigan?
6: Well, you know, quite honestly, I think the, the tap room is the heart and soul of the company. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's where the, the culture is, the the brand has developed there. Um, you know, we talk about our founder's family and, you know, people, the beer enthusiasts, they want to see it, smell it, touch it, feel it, listen to it. They right. want to know what we're all about. And, um, you know, it's no, no surprise that Detroit got hit pretty hard in 2007, 2008. Sure. And um, it's such a lovely city and... Um, true Midwest fashion. We're trying to uh, help that community build itself back up. And um, anyway, it's it's great. And in Michigan, we're allowed to have two tap rooms um, as a brewery that produces over sixty thousand barrels. And um, it just made sense to go down there. And we want to be a part of uh, watching Detroit come back.
3: Uh, we're talking with Dave Engbers, the founder of uh, one of the co founders of Founders Brewing, and Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster of uh, Founders, here on the Algatullo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, Jeremy, you made a great point uh, at the event on Tuesday night about how uh you make a beer and then you put it immediately into the tap room to get that feedback that's so important to you instead of you know where other brewers maybe if they don't have a tap room you got a bottle they put it out there and then hope that you get some feedback from people whether it's sales or word of mouth but it's a great uh feeling to be able to put something out there and get a
1: yay or a nay from people immediately right yeah that tap room's amazing i mean for for, for that reason especially uh you know, they also we've become kind of a destination spot for a lot of people. Mm. You know, a lot of craft beer lovers uh, come specifically to our town, and you know, they want to find stuff that they can't, uh, you know, find on the shelves back home. So I got to keep those. I got to keep those interesting beers uh, on tap there. And 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 like you said, that's a great testing ground to get some feedback.
3: Has there ever been one that you put on there that you said it's a can't miss? It's going to be great. It's going to knock it right out of the park. And then people come in and go, mm,
1: not so much. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, it's 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 weird. Even. Uh, it's, Every beer is somebody's favorite, even ones that I think that aren't, aren't that great. Somebody will be like, oh, man, that's that's the favorite beer you ever made. I'm right. like, okay. So well, well Ger- ways.
3: We, we, Jeremy, we got to taste some great beers the other night at One Mile House. We're going to touch on a few of them. Uh, one that struck me was Harvest Ale. And you guys had this great explanation about it. It's, it's a beer made with all Michigan hops. How long did it take for the hops to grow so that you could harvest them for this particular beer?
1: I mean, they, you know, they, they, uh, they plant the rhizomes in the spring. They grow all through the summer and harvested it in, uh, you know, late August, early September. So as soon as they're ready to go coming off, the, coming off their binds, we, uh, we get them into the beer as quick as possible. So that's how you get that, get those wet hop flavor. A lot of those oils that would normally, uh, you know, be lost in, in, the, in the processing, um, you know, it's still there. And so it's the only way you can get some of those flavors is using those wet hops. Right.
3: And I had mentioned to the both of you last night about how um, it's great that you're able to use the local product, but because of the fact that you have such a large volume of beer that you have to put out, it's difficult to be able to have a local grower to be able to do some of these things you know, from a local standpoint, right? Because there are other people you know, in different places where they make this in such volume and can get it to you, right?
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michigan's got about 400 breweries right now, um, but we've got a great relationship with a lot of our farmers out in Yakima Valley. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, John Siegel came out, one of our... Um, partners out in uh, in Yakima, and he came out to the event on Tuesday. It was, it was fun to hang out with uh, with these folks because they they've helped us
3: out, and we've grown with them. Right, and listen, you guys are making money; they're making money off the high. I mean, it it works hand in hand. It's that's the unique thing to me about the beer community. It all kind of works hand in hand. If everybody is helping, and you see that a lot, whether it's a big brewer or a smaller brewer, everybody kind of pitches in and helps out. Hey, you need something? I can give you this. Or yeah, can you lend me this? And and I love that camaraderie that happens in brewing. It would be nice if it happened in the rest of the world, but we all know the reality that that's That's not the case. Now, one of the other cool things that we were at the event on Tuesday night was the new bottles of CBS that are coming out, which I guess is the last for this year, and I don't know if there's going to be more next year, but there's something interesting about the label of CBS now. It doesn't have a particular gentleman on it, right? Correct. The
6: uh, Canadian Breakfast out historically when uh, it was released the first time, I think, in 2011. Is that right?
3: 2011?
6: Okay. 2011. Okay. Um, yeah, we uh, the the company wasn't doing so great, and so we didn't have a lot of money, right. and so we we grabbed a, a stock photo, um, thanks to Google, and uh, we used a, a public image um, of a uh, Canadian Mountie. Okay. And uh, anyway, so the the brand CBS has only been out two times, so only been packaged two times. Right. And uh, anyway, we were contacted by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police and asked they asked uh very politely if we would no longer use their the image of the Mountie. So uh
3: We we have a running joke on the Joe Piscopo <laughs> show which is heard here Monday through Friday from six to ten AM. Uh Canadians are always polite about everything. Ooh, sorry. You know Alex Trebek on Jeopardy When You Lose? Ooh, sorry, twenty thousand you lost? Ooh, sorry. So it's it 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 doesn't surprise me that they contact you like ooh. Could you take that Mountie off the bottle, please? <laughs> uh, we, you know, it's a little bit of a problem. We're talking with Dave Engbers, the founder of, uh, co-founder of Founders Brewing, and Jeremy Cosmicki, the brewmaster of Founders, here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The Answer, they're in studio with us. Jeremy, another beer I wanted to touch on uh, real quick before we take a break. Um, and you guys love this one. I love it, too, and so does my—I brought a, a, a friend of mine out the other night who was so excited to meet the both of you. Backwards, Bastard. This is such— an amazing beer to just sit there and sip it slowly i love the fact that we didn't get a full pour of it i that's enough for me and i wasn't even driving but it's so good because you want to enjoy it over a long period of time and that was the that was kind of the 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 whole meaning about making that right it's not about how quick you can drink it's about how the the journey of sharing it with people and being able to have a conversation and sip a beer for over
1: an hour right yeah that's a full you know full flavored full-bodied uh drinking experience it's uh, it's, it, I think it's it's one of the beers that we barrel age that really features uh, uh wh- what it, what a bourbon barrel tastes like. You get a lot of that oak, that vanilla comes through, um, and of course the bourbon uh, characters. Uh, it just plays real well. It's a nice, like you said, nice sipper. It it, it as it warms up, it releases, uh, you know, even more aromas and uh, yeah, it's it, and, and it's available year round too for us now, so that's, yeah, that's exciting.
6: The, Backwoods has been a, a really interesting beer, especially anyone that's new to barrel aged beers, um, because we have a Another beer called um, Dirty Bastard. Right, it's the exact same liquid. Backwoods Bastard is uh, is the the brother beer of that one that has been aged in bourbon barrels for about a year. So you can actually try the, the the same liquid in two different versions side by side. So it's really interesting to see how those bourbon barrels really affect the beer.
3: That's pretty cool, and it's it's one of my favorites because I love the fact that it's not super boozy, where it's not smacking you in the face with it. It's it's subtle enough where. Hey, I can have this over a period of time. You know, right. some some brewers at times it's they want to they want to punch in the mouth the moment you drink it, and I don't want that. I want if I especially if I want to drink bourbon, I'm going to go get a glass of bourbon. Right. I don't want to have that much of it in my beer. But uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I've got a lot more questions to ask the guys. Dave Engbers, the co-founder of Founders Brewing, and Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster of Founders. They're here live in studio. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this on the Algotulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy The Answer.
0: News, opinion, passion. This is AM nine seventy. The answer.
2: It's forty one degrees under clear skies. What's going on? We have the answer. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said a funding bill needs to work in order to gain the Democratic votes it needs to pass and President Trump's signature. The Senate has voted to proceed the legislation before us in order, in order to preserve maximum flexibility for productive conversation to continue between the White House. And and our Democratic colleagues. Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said Democrats have put forward three proposals and they be open to negotiations. In other news, the New York Cares Coat Drive is continuing to accept new or gently used winter coats this holiday season and through the rest of 2018. James Flippin spoke to the charity's executive director.
0: Through December 31st, those who wish to donate can bring their coats to NYPD precincts, major transit hubs, and participating businesses. Or you can text the word COAT to 41444 to receive a link in which you can donate $20. Enough for NY Cares to buy a new coat for someone in need. Executive Director Mike Bagley talked about the smiles on the faces when the coats are distributed. Just an amazing experience. I hope everyone gets to both donate a coat and then at some point gets to hand it to someone who needs it. It's a really important and somewhat almost magical moment.
2: James Flippin. NBC News Radio New York and taking a look at sports the Jets lost to the Packers 44 to 38 earlier and the New York St- Giants fell to the Colts at a score of 28 to 27 now taking a look at traffic well if you're traveling over the Hudson River crossings you won't have a problem the GWB the Lincoln and Holland all moving smoothly the Grand Central though eastbound we do have a uh, motor vehicle accident that blocks the right lane on the exit 13w ramp to the westbound Jackie Robinson now you know how not to go and in weather a chance of a little bit of tomorrow morning and it's going to reach 45 degrees tomorrow into the afternoon and Christmas and Wednesday highs near 40 to 45. I'm Tim Bonomo on AM 970 The Answer.
5: Joe Piscopo here asking are you tired of dealing with dummies? Well experience the smart way to buy a car at Route 22 Toyota with no hidden fees, no back and forth, no pressure, and no wasting time dealing with dummies. Alex Cancella, the general manager, prides himself on his low lease offers and 0% APR financing for up to 72 months for qualified buyers. And now my buddy Alex want you to experience experience their new smart way to service. Listen to my show every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. because you'll never know when Route 22 Toyota will be giving me the go ahead to give away free things like a multi-point inspection and oil change with filter to the first 5 callers. Call 855-621-9949 and say Joe sent me. Experience how one caring family in the car business is out to change the entire car business by offering you the smarter way to buy a car and more. 85 855- Five six two one ninety nine forty nine Route twenty two Toyota, Route 22 West, Hillside New Jersey, or at Route22 Toyota.com. All European makes excluded. Listen to us anywhere. Tune in.com iHeartRadio.com. Get the
0: app at AM97 the com.
3: love Neil Young. He is great. My wife's mad at me because the last time I saw Neil Young, I didn't take her. I went, I ended up going with, with my best friends. And she's very upset. She's a big Neil Young fan, but she'll get over it. At some point, I'll take her to see Neil Young again. I have a couple of concerts to make up to her. We're back here on the Alga Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, and we are back in studio with Dave Engbers. It's our final segment of the program. Normally, we have Suds and Duds here, but we'll get to that next week. Of course, Suds and Duds, the segment where I tell you about the beers I've had over the past week or so, and I tell you if I like them, that would be a Suds. But I didn't like him, it's a dud, but we'll get to that next week. Got a lot of stuff to catch up on. But we have a lot of stuff to catch up on. These guys are here live in studio. Dave Engber is the co-founder of Founders Brewing. Jeremy Kosmicki, the brewmaster of Founders. They are nice enough to be in the studio with me uh, tonight, and I really appreciate it. So, guys, I'm going to ask this next question to the, both of you. IPA's still the most popular beers over the last several years. Everybody's IPA this, hazy that, juicy this, all of this other nonsense. However... Uh, recently, we're seeing a shift in making beers that are more accessible and more approachable to everyone. Uh, you guys are having great success with All Day IPA, but you're making a fantastic lager in solid gold. How is solid gold being received by the masses?
6: Um, it's, been, it's been great. And this uh, solid Gold's actually a brand that we've been brewing um, for since around 2007, 2008. Uh, and it was one of these beers that was exclusively available in our tap room. Um, and it was it was essentially crafted for folks that were new to craft beer and they were curious about our uh, the category of craft beer and uh, so didn't have a ton of hops in it and it was kind of our answer to a domestic premium and um, we keep looking at the industry now with you know over seven thousand breweries in the United States and still eighty seven percent of the population is still drinking light domestic premium lagers and so um, essentially water yeah well yeah. a little bit lighter. Yeah but um there there's no question that consumers like it and um so I think uh we modified the recipe. Jerry can talk a little bit about that, but we went from uh from an ale yeast to a lager yeast um and he hit it with some hops and uh we're we're seeing that now you know we wanna swim in that bigger pool and uh we're attracting some some new people to our uh, to our brand. Which is great. I yeah, mean, you know, it's been you've, working great. You've
3: been doing it for over twenty years, and to to get new people even after twenty years, that's impressive. I mean, that's that's great. But Jeremy, uh, as uh, Dave was saying, you changed the recipe a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that just it was it was started off just to be that the simple beer that we gave people that came in and asked for a, a Miller Lite. You know, we had to have something for for those people that right. were you know coming to a craft brewery, uh, and, and you know, a lot of people are just a little a little uh, maybe nervous or or they just. They, they don't think they like craft beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an opportunity to kind of, uh, you know, give them something that they're a little more used to while introducing them to some crafty flavors. You know, this is a dry hopped uh, lager, which is, you know, probably pretty rare for the style, but it's not done in a way that it's going to be like off-putting. Right. Um, you know, it, it's it's delicate. It's uh, it's light. Um, it's got a little bit of citrus character to it, but not to the point where I think it's going to, you know, off-put. Mm-hmm.
3: And and why is it that so many brewers don't want to make lagers anymore? Is it because of sales? Is it because it takes longer? Because IPAs obviously you can churn them out quicker. What's why? Because I love a good lager. I would love to sit back and ha- and have a good lager. But you just don't see them anymore.
1: Yeah, they're a little they're a little harder to do. They they take more time in the tank, um, and you know, I, it's it's hard to hide flaws in there. You know, they're uh, right. they're they're not very forgiving as far as that goes. So it's a tougher tougher style to do. But I think they're kind of making a comeback. And you know. I... I'm, my my goal is to do kind of like what what craft brewers did with ales and just you know g- take traditional um ideas and and make them make them your own and update them and, and make them interesting Cause i think a lot of people are just caught in the you know well what's a lager well you know they're they're traditional german beers mm. but i think that it could be more and and, and what american craft brewers do best is uh you know kind of take take an idea and 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 roll with it and make it new and interesting so mm.
6: yeah i i think there was always a, a stigma against lagers i think when the craft industry started that everyone was trying to kind of hit you over the head with you know the the hoppiest beer the most bitter beer the maltiest beer the strongest beer um you know at the end of the day it's got to be about balance and quite honestly i think beer shouldn't be intimidating you know as Mm -hmm. jared said when people come to the tap room um you know, some p- people look at the chalkboards and there's you know, all these different beers up there. And if you're new to the category, it's intimidating. Mm-hmm. And um, I think our job as brewers is to, to hold people's hands and say, look, we, I'm sure we can find something that you can enjoy.
3: I tell people all the time and I'm even lifelong friends of mine when I go, yeah, we're going to I'm going to bring you this. and they're like, w- what is that? I, Don't be nervous. I, if you if, tell me a particular style of beer that you like or a, a brand or whatever it is. I'll find you a beer that you'll like. I mean, my wife was never into IPAs. Now, all of a sudden, she likes the juicier ones, but I said, you know, babe, the, the true IPA has that bitter bite to it. You've got to get used to it. You've got to drink it a bunch of times to get used to it. She's still not there yet, but I- I'm getting her there. Talking with Dave Engbers, the founder, uh, co-founder of Founders Brewing, and Jeremy Cosmicki, the brewmaster of Founders on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer here in our final segment, they've been kind enough to join me in studio Jeremy, if Dave comes to you and says you get to make your favorite beer for the next release, that beer would be.
1: <laughs> oh man, I, I'm into. Uh, I, we did a. I don't know if you got to try the Trigo last night, but the the, mm-hmm. the Hoppy Wheat Lager. I think I think wheat beer. Uh, it provides a really nice base for if you want to make something uh, featuring hops so that's that 's kind of where i 'm at these days uh keep it keep it sessionable, keep it balanced uh, make me want to drink you know a couple of them that's that 's where i 'm at
3: right well apparently the, the don 't mind the heat here we 're in an ancient building, so the heat is kicking on, so it likes to uh, make noise. The other day, we had a guy drilling. Uh, bricks outside and uh, made for a nice ambiance <laughs> oh, for uh, the air in the studio. So uh, you mentioned uh, Trigo. What a great beer this was last night. And again, I- I'm I'm a fan of a lot of different beers. I like a lot of different styles. I'm more of a seasonal guy. When it's you know the season, I want to drink something like now. It's you want something that'll warm me up in the summertime. You want to drink something that's sessionable. But Trigo is an interesting beer that you guys came up with. Uh, with uh, uh, Mao is that Mao San Miguel, right? Yep. Yep. And. Uh, what What was the whole experience like to put this together with these guys
1: well you know they uh, they were in town uh they their r and d guy and we just got together and uh and talked about an idea to, for a beer and 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 we brewed it and uh it came out real nice and then as uh, this uh we do a, we do a, a beer for our uh, local art competition every year um, and uh it, that was the one that I decided to go with uh, i thought it's it was different enough you know it's it's not what you would expect out of a wheat beer or a lager um, but, you know, it's just you know, kind of kind of shows what you can do when you, I think, outside the box a little bit. And I thought it came out real tasty.
3: And, and the other one that I love that my, my neighbor and I both commented on when we were sipping it was the Mosaic Promise. That's a great beer. You guys Thank sent you. me a can or two, I think, uh, about a month or so ago. I forget when it was, a month or two ago. And I I, I was blown away at how easy drinking it was. It was just the perfect beer. And I, we use the term, my neighbor and I always use the term, I'm sure other people use it, lawnmower beer. You know, you finish in the chores, you want something to that is a fantastic beer. It oh, just yeah. hits exactly where you want it to be. Yeah, that and that, that was the was that the premise behind it.
1: Sure, I mean, yeah. That, like I said, that's where that's where I'm at. I love things in the in the five to six percent alcohol range. That, like you said, you can enjoy, uh, uh, quenches the thirst. Um, you know, I think it's got enough of that mosaic character to you know really feature that hop, but it doesn't get over the top. I find a lot of beers these days, especially like hoppy beers and 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 with this with this hazy craze that sometimes it's just overwhelming for me and it's mm. not something that uh I, that i feel like i can you know crush and enjoy and and i want another one so uh the balance of that beer you know f- featuring those flavors but but keeping it in keeping it in check that's and that's
3: that. i'm gonna ask this because i've got a follow i've got another question for dave but i'm gonna ask this will you guys make a hazy beer
1: Huh. <laughs> right there, that says no. All right, no, no, that's good. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I like a lot of things about that style. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like the way they look. I I just like pretty beer. I like to finish the job and 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 have something that's you know I'm, I'm proud to to look at and see through and really mm-hmm. appreciate that way. So I'm just not really into it. Okay. I think they
6: I think they're nice in small doses, but uh, they're just they're so filling. Right. And um, I mean, we're in the we're in the industry, and so we're yeah. we're used to drinking beer and pretty decent volume and i just can't drink a lot of them that's why i think like something with a, the low abv like Jar said uh four to five percent just that's the sweet spot all right
3: i got i got about 60 seconds dave we're seeing a lot of breweries opening and closing and some big some not so big we've seen the trend over the last i'd say close to a year now maybe a little bit longer when you see the changes and many of them have come as i said in the last year or so do you stay the course do you correct for the market shift what do you guys do
6: um you know all we can do is as as look at our own books and look at our own business. So, uh we've been on we've been riding a great wave right now. Mm. Uh we we're up about 30% last year and we're about trending the same this year. Um we've got some brands that are just hot right now. All Day IPA continues to outpace the entire industry. Um and Solid Gold is this 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 new beer that there's a lot of excitement and a lot of momentum. And so um and then we've got barrel aged beers. We've got these brands right. that we've been brewing for 18 years that are are awesome and um, it's it's fun. We're just going to keep doing what we do.
3: Very cool, guys. I, I cannot thank you enough. First off, for the invite to the one mile house, that was great. We had such a good time on Tuesday night. Uh, my neighbor was gushing on the car ride home. He was hysterical. He was just, a, <laughs> oh my god. He's sending texts to a friend of his. The pictures of the two of you, like I met these guy, met these guy. Was like it was honestly, it was like me. And he, this is a guy. Who used to be a roadie for a number of different bands, worked in the worked in the music industry, met everybody. He was gushing for the for the half hour <laughs> awesome. ride home. It was great, but it was so great to, to be there. It's so great for you guys to come in studio. I can't thank you guys enough. No, this was you. great. Thank you, Al. It was great seeing you last night.
0: Jay Sekulow sees yet another political ploy from the Democrats.
3: The issue is a looming government shutdown, and the issue that seems to be in the in the in the middle of this is the funding of the border security wall. Andy, what do you think? Is this politics right now here at the end of the yes, year? Yes, I mean, it's the worst form of politics
0: at the end of the year. They're trying to hold the president hostage and call it the Trump shutdown. Jay Seculo Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 970, The Answer.
5: Pets bring so much joy to our lives.
6: They're loyal, they're protective, and smart. Yet as smart as our pets might be, they can't advocate for themselves, especially in the event of a natural disaster. Hi,
0: I'm Sean Lowe. During Hurricane Harvey, many families were separated from their pets. That's why it's important your pet is part of your family's disaster preparedness plan. Talk to your veterinarian and visit BanfieldFoundation.org disaster. Don't save it for a rainy day. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970. TheAnswer.com.
1: Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Oh, yeah, welcome back
3: to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Final segment of the program uh, just before the stroke of midnight and Christmas Eve hits. For most people who don't know, we air this show Sunday nights at 11 p.m. on AM 970 The Answer. If you're listening at another time on the podcast, well, it's nighttime here. Anyway. Uh, you can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, that's G A T T U L L O, Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, and don't forget iTunes, Google Play. Just do a search for A G Craft and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're Alexa ready as well. Just say to your Amazon uh, enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer, and voila. You get to hear this show. So Suds and Duds is our final segment of the program, but there's some important news that came out very late the week before, and I didn't get a chance to put it in uh, the show last week, and I really wanted to get it in here. And again, I'm I'm taping these shows way ahead of time because I'm actually off during the Christmas holidays. But this is a major story that affects a lot of breweries. So nearly, and this coming from our good friends at Brewbound, nearly 26 months after the merger of Canadian Brewing Equipment Manufacturers, Diversified Metal Engineering, and Newland Systems, the combined company has fallen into receivership after defaulting on loan, loan payments to the Royal Bank of Canada. Um, these financial troubles here from this group have left hundreds of North American craft brewery owners who had already shelled out millions of dollars in equipment deposits in limbo. Now, apparently, as of uh, late November, this group owed more than $13.5 million to the Royal Bank of Canada and other creditors, including brewery clients and about 250 employees that work at its Canadian manufacturing facilities. They uh, uh, were reportedly going to get an infusion of a little under $4 million to continue operations, but they couldn't get additional funding. Uh, th- this is a major problem here, and apparently um, RBC appointed... Uh, Alvarez and Marcel, as DME's receiver, the firm which pl- specializes in turnaround management and performance improvement for large businesses, is accepting bids through January 7th of next year in hopes that a buyer can resurrect the business. Now listen to this. The list of unsecured brewery creditors, a host of well-known breweries, um, Anchorage Brewing, uh, Lord Hobo, Main Beer Company, Monday Night Brewing, New Belgium, Night Shift Brewing, Notch Brewing, Tired Hands, Wicked Weed, uh, I know for a fact the good folks at 902 Brewing out of New Jersey. Um, uh, Colby uh, Janich had uh, messaged me after I had posted this article and said, we were at the bank and about to make a payment when we found this out. Uh, this is a major problem. Now, the reason why this is a major problem is that a lot of these breweries contract this company in order to get tanks and other equipment to help their business. They find that it's cheaper to to do business with this This company in Canada, I guess there aren't a lot of American manufacturers who are making these things. This is a major problem in that it could affect a lot of craft beer businesses. Those that have not started yet, those that are about to get started, or those that are already in production and want to increase their facilities. And a lot of different people have been talked to over the beer landscape and saying, you know, this might not affect our operation short term, but long term it probably will if we can't find somebody else to replace this equipment because equipment does, you know, obviously you're using it. it gets it gets old you have to replace it who's going to replace it now now if you're a brewery about to start and you've already sunk millions in those are you know or hundreds of thousands of dollars those are dollars that are now lost so hopefully they can fix this problem quickly and the people that have ordered these products from these people can get their products before everything else goes by the wayside. We'll monitor this, and uh, you know if there's any new developments, of course, uh, we'll get that information to you as soon as possible. Uh, so let's move on to Suds and Duds uh, before we finish up this uh, Christmas Eve uh, program. And then, of course, we have the New Year's Eve program next week where I'm going to run down the, be- the 10 best beers that I had over the course of the year. We'll do that on next week's program and some other stuff as well, news notes. No guests on next week's program, uh, just to let you know. So uh, the f- good folks at Barrier Brewing, are doing a great job. I uh, had their Imposter Pilsner, and I'll tell you, uh, when I first started drinking it, I wasn't crazy about it. But as I drank it more, it really got better. There was a sweetness. Uh, the, the, it was, you know, slight to start, but it goes down really smooth. A nice drinking Pilsner. Took a couple of sips to get through it. Uh, you know, the the initial reaction was kind of like, mm, I'm not sure if I like this or not. But boy, I'll tell you, after having a couple. Of them. Really, really good. Common Roots Brewing Last Light, uh, nice melon flavor, a uh, smooth, a decent amount bite to it. Uh, not a bad beer. Uh, I found a bottle of Velvet Merkin from 2017 from Firestone Walker in my travels, and uh, it was one of those, I think I was down the shore when I found this bottle, and I said, you know what? Gotta get it. I love oatmeal stouts, and let me tell you something, with the, with the vanilla in this and the oatmeal, fantastic. Almost everything from Firestone Walker I like. No, no, uh, no, no qualms here. And I don't think Firestone Walker made my list of ten great beers. I have to go check that again, but I don't think it made my list. But Firestone Walker is, has consistently put out great beer over the years. Fantastic stuff. As we continue on here on our Suds and Duds segment on the Algotulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy, the answer, my good friend Arthur Idala, you used to hear his promos on on uh, this program. Uh, you know, in various day parts on our radio station. Uh, Arthur got me one, uh, one of the best Christmas gifts I could ever get. He got me a German beer advent calendar, and I am way behind on it. I think I got up to day six and I had to stop um, because I had other stuff going on and I really haven't had a chance uh, to dive into some of these German beers. But started off with a Lander Browery a Ludwig Earl, uh, a nice, clean, refreshing hell's Be- Hell's beer. Fantastic. Just really, really good. Uh, Super smooth, easy drinking. It was fantastic. Uh, This is another great one that my good friend Buddy Watson uh, had given me. Uh, Sunday Paper by Exhibit A Brewing. What a slamming stout. Smooth, roasty, chocolate, boozy. Just all the things that you want in 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 a stout. It was fantastic. And what I really loved about the label was that there was a, a beer ring of stout on the paper, like they had a newspaper on the on the label, and it like, you know, the beer was there, and little remnants of the beer was left over, and it left that little coffee stain, uh, you know, that y- you get, but instead, uh, it's a stout. So good stuff. Sunday paper, Exhibit A, Brewing Company, excellent stuff. Thank you, buddy, for that. Um, then I had a really nice uh, Eagle Brow beer Dunkel uh, from uh, Private Browery H. Egger. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I'm bad with German. Uh, smooth clean multi banana very easy drinking a really nice dunkel um that was a it was an excellent beer again a lot of these beers in this german advent calendar very very good have to arthur thank you for this this was this was a great gift um I, let's see up next uh, had a perlin Zauber uh from private brewery h eggerer another same brewery uh thin light a uh, little bit of an apple taste to it Tasted more like a Pilsner than a pale ale. They were saying that this is a pale ale. It tasted more like a Pilsner to me, and the apple kind of threw me off a little bit. You could taste it in there. It wasn't so much um, sourness from the apple, just a little odd. Just wasn't, uh, I, I don't know, just a little uh, a little off there. Uh, so that's it for the Suds and Duds segment uh, for this week. There's a few more beers uh, that I have to wrap up, and, and next week's program we will wrap up the beers uh, from 2018. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, was at a great place. Actually, speaking of Arthur, he had uh, invited us to his Christmas party over at American Whiskey. It's a block from the garden. What a great place. Ended up drinking some other half beer there that night. But before that, I went to a great craft beer bar that a lot of people have been telling me about. And I I finally got a chance to go there. I'm not going to go into the beers that I drank there because I'm going to do that on next week's program. But I have to tell you, Haymaker Bar and Kitchen on 29th, uh, closer to 8th Avenue. This is a fantastic craft beer bar and restaurant. I didn't have the food, um, but the the craft beer selection that they have there on their menu, can, bottle, draft, fantastic. Every single beer on the list is something that I was like, wow, i got to try this, or I've had this before, it's great beer. Uh, I think maybe one beer on the list was one that I was like, eh, you know what, they've got enough here that I don't really need to worry about uh, drinking that particular beer. But let me tell you something. This is a great place to go. If you go to Madison Square Garden to see a show, you want to great, check out a great craft beer bar for the beer. I, I don't know about the food. Didn't eat there. But the beer itself, unbelievable selection. Outstanding stuff. The Haymaker uh, Bar and Kitchen. I will tell you all about the beers that I had uh, on next week's program. And You will not be disappointed. Trust me, uh, this is uh, this is a great place to go uh, if you're looking for a great craft beer bar in new york city american whiskey is great too if you're into whiskey but i'll tell you they got a lot of whiskey there i mean th- it was it, that was a great event and arthur i can't thank you enough for uh inviting me to your christmas party the food was excellent they passed around these um you know all, a lot of these different finger foods that sliders and uh you know d- different types of things that were on the menu uh, they, uh oh you know what they had they had a mac and cheese uh like a quiche like a mac and cheese kind of quiche that was really good but i have to tell you that's a great place too. Uh, very, very convenient to the garden, both places. One is on 30th, the other is on 29th. Both are closer to 8th Avenue. Definitely want to check them out. Uh, You will not be disappointed. But, folks, we are out of time on this uh, Christmas Eve edition. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, the folks from Founders. I hope you enjoyed the repeat of that interview. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I am back on the Joe Piscopo Show uh, two weeks from this coming Wednesday. So, Unfortunately, uh, I will not be around for a while, but you will get to hear another broadcast of the Al Craft Beer Cast. Next Sunday, we'll recap stuff uh, from over the past year, uh, including the beers uh, that I've had over the past year as well, the 10 best beers that I've had in 2018. You definitely want to check that out. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Cheers, everybody.